T.J. Watt is trusting the Steelers to bring in a winning quarterback for 2022. Should he be? Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Stellas so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Steelers sack artist T.J. Watt sure knows how to bring down quarterbacks. But the NFL defensive MVP says he's trusting the Steelers' brain trust to bring in a new winning quarterback to Pittsburgh, a quarterback who will win in 2022. Here's what Watts said on the subject in one of his many interviews following that MVP win. Quote, we'll see what happens at the quarterback position. I trust the guys upstairs to be able to bring in a guy that can win us some games, and I'm going to do everything in my power to take care of things on the defensive side of the ball, unquote. Well, those guys upstairs are owner Art Rooney II, outgoing general manager Kevin Colbert, and coach Mike Tomlin. As for how and who they plan to bring in to win games from that quarterback position, well, that is the biggest, the hottest, the most talked about question in Pittsburgh. No wonder it's on Watt's mind as well. Watt's confidence is clearly inspired by the recent words right from the top of the organization that the Steelers will never alter their ultimate goal of reaching the Super Bowl, season in and season out. Here's what Art Rooney II said weeks after the Steelers were shown the door in the playoffs in that blowout loss in Kansas City. Quote, I would never sit here and say we're going to change our goal of trying to win a Super Bowl. Every season, that's got to be the goal as far as I'm concerned. We certainly have work to do with an opening at our quarterback position, but I'm excited about the challenge, and I know Coach Tomlin and everybody else here is excited by that challenge. Unquote. Well, excited isn't exactly how the rest of the Steelers nation really feels. Nervous is more like it. There is a newfound unease over whether the Steelers can effectively, and more importantly, successfully, manage the transition from the retiring Ben Roethlisberger. Clearly, Watt, who is the Steelers' best player, is buying in. But his comments bring up a whole host of issues that actually could complicate things for the Steelers. By saying the team must bring in a quarterback to win games, isn't what really saying that the team's current crop of passers, namely Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins, cannot get the job done? Hey, it sounds like it to me. So what if the Steelers, as is widely expected, proceed to trot out one Mason Rudolph as their 2022 starter this fall? Watt could be eating his words. Otherwise, he will have admitted before a single football flies in the regular season air that his team's QB isn't capable of winning NFL games. Or... Maybe Watt is slyly sending a message of his own, shooting it back up to those 
guys upstairs. Perhaps Watt is saying that the rest of the team will not accept a caretaker quarterback that has duly earned the nickname, quote, mediocre Mason. After all, Rudolph was once the heir apparent to Roethlisberger, but he couldn't keep the job when Big Ben went down in 2019 and undrafted Duck Hodges ultimately beat out Mason as the Steelers starter. Maybe Watt is telling Rooney to put his money behind his stated goal of reaching the Super Bowl. In this, surely Watt has the very strong support of Steelers Nation. Yet, while the Steelers' questions do begin at the all-important quarterback position, they sure as heck don't end there. The offensive line was terrible, seemingly incapable of both pass protection, and run blocking. This limited the effectiveness of number one draft pick Najee Harris, who was brought in expressly to take the load off Pittsburgh's passing game. The running game is going to be even more important in 2022, whoever is under center. But without decent blocking, Najee will again be limited in his ability to put the Steelers' offense on his back. And the Steelers' issues don't end with the offense at all. Aside from Cam Hayward and Watt himself, the defense wasn't great, and its run-stopping ability was virtually non-existent at times, leading to multiple 200-plus rushing totals put up by way too many Steelers' opponents in 2021. The Steelers' D also has been pasted with 40 burgers in three consecutive playoff games, by Steelers' opponents. This cannot stand, but it will stand until the Steelers' D stands up. Hey, the steel curtain of old used to polish itself in the playoffs with stalwart stellar defense. That is the standard. Yet those Steelers' standards have fallen. Hey, and should what even be talking about quarterbacks in the offense until his own house is in order? Perhaps not. The overall state of the Steelers appears to be anything but a team poised to make a Super Bowl run in 2022. Yet this is the stated goal by team owner. Rooney wants to reach Super Bowl 57, as in Heinz 57. Just as the once lonely Bengals made it to Super Bowl 56, if only to fall just short of an NFL coronation. For Watt, the Steelers' climb to a Super Bowl must start by bringing in a quarterback who can win games. He is trusting the team to do this, but should he? Winning QBs are the most precious commodity in all of pro football, and they aren't exactly plentiful or easy to procure. Yet Watt is expecting a Steelers franchise that's floundered in the playoffs over the past 11 seasons to pluck one out of the air, and all in the course of just one offseason. It is a lofty goal, perhaps even loftier than Rooney's Super Bowl dreams. Still, both of these improbable Pittsburgh journeys begin now with the true start of the NFL season. It promises to be the most impactful one for the Steelers in nearly two decades. And we have much more on the significance of Watt's comments 
plus all the fallout from Super Bowl 56, after which many Steelers fans were very happy to have the Bengals and the Browns still without Lombardi trophies. It's all here in your latest edition of the Steelers Update Podcast. And be sure to check out my print column first thing Thursday on Penn Live. As usual, it will be packed with plenty of memes, bringing all the Steelers tweets busting on the Bengals Super Bowl loss to life. But right now, let's get right to it. As for that trusted Steelers brain trust that TJ Watt has such confidence in, there will be a new GM picking players and managing payrolls for the Steelers when Kevin Colbert retires after this upcoming draft. Here is Ed Bouchette with The Athletic updating us all on the ongoing Steelers search for Colbert's successor. Will it be successful? Bouchette writes this, quote, The Steelers do not seem to be in any hurry to hire their next general manager or whatever title they might bestow on the person who succeeds Kevin Colbert. They have interviewed nine candidates, according to public reports, including two internally, that being Omar Khan and Brandon Hunt. All of the others, except for ESPN's Lewis Riddick, are employed by other teams and presumably under contract through the draft. That could be a sticking point in hiring someone immediately because these scouts and personnel men have been gathering information and studying college prospects all year. Their current teams presumably would not want them signing on with the Steelers and bringing all that information along. It's possible the Steelers, if they hire someone from outside the organization, will have to wait until after the upcoming draft. Of those candidates who are now with other teams but have been interviewed by the Steelers, Bouchette has his eye on one of them who has a Pittsburgh pedigree. He says this of John Wojciechowski currently with the Packers. Wojciechowski is a Pittsburgh native who played at Duquesne and got his start in scouting with the Steelers. Perhaps he could be the odds-on favorite, perhaps, if you're reading between the lines in terms of what Bouchette is writing. Hey, we'll see. But right now, whoever that next GM is, it's not going to be helping them with this upcoming draft and free agency process, which we're all hoping solves the Steelers' quarterback problem. But solving that quarterback question is far from the only issue for the Steelers' offense. It's widely acknowledged that the underperforming offensive line must get markedly better in both pass protection and run blocking, both of which floundered in 2021. So, enter the Steelers' new O-line coach, a hire that Steelers Nation has mostly poo-pooed because he's not named Mike Munchak. So did the Steelers miss again when it comes to that O-line? Here's a bit more on the bio of the new guy, Pat Meyer who no one likely heard of before the Steelers brought him into Pittsburgh. Trib Live writes this on the new hire, quote, Meyer was fired by the Carolina Panthers in the days after the completion of a disappointing 5-12 season in which its offense finished among the bottom four in the NFL in points and yards. 
Meyer worked under coordinator Joe Bradley, who was an in-season firing by head coach Matt Rule after the offense struggled. Part of what ailed the Panthers was the offensive line, although Meyer's NFL coaching resume extends further back than his two seasons in Carolina. He served as head offensive line coach for three teams over six seasons, plus an an additional three as an assistant. Meyer is now the Steelers' fifth offensive line coach since late January of 2019 when Mike Munchak left to join the Denver Broncos. And after that, the Steelers' line really was never the same. Well, there you have it. That's the latest on the O-line, the ongoing search to try to find that Mike Munchak magic. But unimpressed Steelers fans are sure hoping this fired coach, fresh from Carolina, isn't yet another swing and a miss in this all-important Steelers coaching position. Again, only time and the blocking up front will tell. Now, if you hear caustic radio host Mark Madden tell it, none of this. The new GM, the new O-line coach, even the new quarterback, whoever that shall be, will make very little difference to these 2022 Steelers. He believes the once-proud Pittsburgh football franchise is entering a wilderness of extended mediocrity that it could last for seasons to come. Madden says this in his latest Trib Live column on the sorry state of the Steelers. Quote, The notion that the Pittsburgh Steelers can reload a mediocre team immediately after their Hall of Fame quarterback retires seems insane, but par for the course locally. Everyone talks nonstop about the quarterback position. Here's some reality. Aaron Rodgers or any other big name won't be a Steeler. Pitt's Kenny Pickett will be gone by the time the Steelers pick 20th. Whatever veteran the Steelers do get will be in the Tyrod Taylor mold. And Mason Rudolph will be the starter come week one. The Steelers will have the worst quarterback in the AFC North by a wide margin. More than ever, the NFL was a quarterback's league. The Steelers will be buried under an avalanche of Joe Burrow for the next decade. The Steelers' available cap space is another hope spot. They have about $32 million to use. That number could rise if they cut a few bums like Zach Banner and Joe Schobert. But Cincinnati will have about $56 million in cap space. Like the Steelers, the Bengals need help on the offensive line. Given the choice, who would you play for? The Steelers aren't properly invested at football's three most important positions. Quarterback cornerback, and left tackle. They might make Minka Fitzpatrick the NFL's highest paid safety, though. But safety isn't that important, and Fitzpatrick isn't Troy Palomalo. The Steelers' offense ranked 23rd in yards, 21st in points. The Steelers' defense ranked 24th in yards, 21st in points. The offense and defensive line are both in shambles, as is inside linebacker. There's not a legit number one receiver. Cornerback will be a mess after Joe Hayden departs via free agency. Every coaching and administrative vacancy gets filled from within, killing any influx of new ideas. What are the Steelers' strength beyond a few scattered stars on defense? 
Most of the optimism in Pittsburgh is based on fantasy land quarterback dreams and free agent gets that are very unlikely to occur. It's also based on a hubris that starts with ownership and trickles down through administration, coaches, players, media, and all the way to the fans. That arrogance is that the result of an unwillingness to admit problems and a decided lack of big picture thinking. The Steelers never look past the next season, unquote. Hey, now that is as damning a take on the Steelers you will ever hear. But Madden's bleak outlook seems to be shared by the smart money in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Yeah, the Steelers' goal is the Super Bowl in 2022. But what are the odds, you ask? Well, the answer is not great. As Trib Live reports, the Steelers are tied with the Washington Commanders, Atlanta Falcons, and Las Vegas Raiders at 50 to 1 odds to win Super Bowl 57. Only seven of the league's other 31 teams are considered bigger long shots to win the Lombardi Trophy in February 2023. All this is according to the lines just released by Sports Betting. And the only teams with worse bets are these the Houston Texans and Detroit Lions at 150 to 1 odds, the New York Jets at 125 to 1, the New York Giants and Jacksonville Jaguars at 100 to 1, Chicago Bears at 80 to 1, and the Carolina Panthers at 60 to 1 odds. So there's your company, Steelers fans. Put your money where your mouth is but you might just get a kick in the teeth, more like it. But, you know, as as we said, the Steelers nation is a diehard nation, and they still believe in its favorite football team's chances, right? Right? Well, columnist Tim Benz, writing for TribLive, says he, for one, isn't buying into a 2022 Steelers team, not with Mason Rudolph or even Dwayne Haskins on her center. But that doesn't mean that many others in the 412 area code won't delude themselves into thinking their favorite football team has a legit shot at Super Bowl 57. Here's the Steelers' buy-in scenario as outlined by Benz in his column. He writes this, quote, If that's the decision made at quarterback, you can count me as someone who's expecting the Steelers to win only seven games or so. Admittedly, the Steelers made the playoffs in 2021 with nine wins despite having immobile substandard quarterback play from Ben Roethlisberger, who was 24th in passer rating, 29th in yards per attempt. There's an understandable presumption that the Steelers' offense could get even worse next year with Roethlisberger's second-half bounce-back ability and clutch fourth-quarter play subtracted from the equation. I'm surely not alone in raising that concern. However, come September, we all know what will happen in Pittsburgh. The Steelers will have made a move or two we'd like in free agency. The city will talk itself into the draft being the second coming of the 1974 group again, and we'll convince ourselves there's no reason why the Steelers can't eclipse the Bengals atop the AFC North in 2022 quarterback deficiencies or not. Hey, they won divisions with Tommy Maddox and Mike Tomzak, you know. Well, get used to hearing that. 
without, of course, the reference to how much better those Steelers teams were around those quarterbacks than what Rudolph, Haskins, or somebody else's cast-off backup or high-draft-choice quarterback will be dealing with in 2022, unquote. So as Benz points out, the national view of the Steelers, even in seemingly down years, used to be that, quote, the Steelers will find a way because they are the Steelers, unquote. But heading into 2022, those outside NFL observers see the Steelers on par with the lowly likes of the Atlanta Falcons. Only in Pittsburgh are they still drinking Rooney's Super Bowl goal, or as we might call it, a pipe dream. As Ben says, quote, not exactly inspirational stuff heading into an offseason with so many questions, unquote. And that brings us here to the beginning. And so it begins. It is a monumental offseason that Art Rooney II still believes will result in a legit Steelers Super Bowl run. But the betting money believes it will amount to football futility on par with the bottom of tier of NFL also rants. So what do you believe, Steelers fans? Are you still unsure? That's okay, because we'll keep updating you here every Wednesday, covering all the free agency moves and the draft prognostications, and as your favorite football team is built for 2022. It's going to be one of the most uncertain off-seasons, and certainly one of the most intriguing regular seasons to come in more than two decades, as the Steelers look for a new leader on their center, and leadership at so many other positions. So stick it here. Sign up for the podcast wherever you get your favorite audio. It's fresh every Wednesday throughout the offseason. And of course, log on to penlive.com for your real-time Steelers news. 